Welcome to Travolting. Hosted by Jeff Sweeney and Stuart Elmore. Covering two of a kind. Enjoy the episode. All right, and we're recording, Jeff. We are recording. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Thank, thank you all for tuning in last week to our episode on Staying Alive. Yes, a movie that we thought was a little slightly underrated. Yeah, we, we appreciate you guys sticking with us as we enter the, the doldrum periods. Yeah. Um, we're today, as we said in that intro, covering Two of a Kind. Jeff, you remember when we used to cover good movies? Yeah. We're Boy, n- what a time. We're now covering our second movie, which is Nigh Impossible to Find. Yeah. I had to uh, order a DVD off eBay of this movie. And then you had to like illegally scan it to Google Drive. I didn't know such thing. What are you talking about? To which I had to download it. And then I had to airplay it onto my Apple TV where I could watch it on my TV. And it, it, the quality wasn't bad. Just to confirm, though, it is like four to three aspect ratio, right? Okay, so here's the thing. I think I put the wrong side of the disc in. Is there a widescreen edition? There is a widescreen on the other side. Jeff Sweeney. I didn't even notice. <laughs> I did not notice. Jeff Sweeney. So I watched the the, no, the full I w- screen. No, I watched the full screen one as well. Oh. I didn't realize there was a widescreen side of the disc until about halfway through the movie, and at that point I was too far in to switch it. Yeah. So I watched this in 4.3 as well. Oh, then we're both on the same foot. Now, for folks listening, if you guys watch this and watching it in widescreen totally changes your perspective of this movie. Then just uh, tweet at us. Yeah, tweet at us at Travolting Pod and be like, you dumb boys, you watch this in full screen. If full screen is a 10% and widescreen is like a 90% of Rotten Tomatoes, let us know. Yeah. I don't think it will be, though. Yeah. What, what would your tomato meter for this movie be? I oh, mean, the tomato meter just does like the, the average of reviews. So if you. Yeah. So it's pretty much what's your review, and that will be the tomato meter score. Well, so. Uh, I got to go back a little bit because, you know, with Staying Alive, that was a 0% Rotten Tomatoes yeah. score. One of, like, what, 52 total movies that have a 0%? Yeah. Um, and it didn't deserve it. It yeah, honestly, talked, it honestly 40. deserved a 40% or something like that. This movie, um, what Rotten Tomatoes score did it get? Like I, 18%. I, um, I probably deserved a 25, 30. You give it a 25? It's bad. Yeah. It's a bad movie. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, I will say uh, John Travolta is not bad in this movie like okay the, hear me there's, no there's a lot of things in this movie that are bad but also good yeah like i think olivia newton john like olivia newton john's never been like never yeah exactly <laughs> never been like super astonishing in terms of acting i people just like seeing her on screen like she's just like she looks like she's having a great time. She's a singer first, actress. She's second. a yeah, singer first, actress second. And but I do like seeing her on screen. Like she brings a vibrance and, and her chemistry and with John Travolta. We'll talk def- about it. But this movie uh, was a very big success for her when it was for absolutely no one else. Yes, well, um, for not the reasons specific to the movie, yes. more so its soundtrack, which went platinum. Yeah, this movie <laughs> has a this non-existent movie uh, has a platinum soundtrack. Yes, which it's good. 
It's a pretty it's pretty good. It's really the good. The music is not bad. I enjoyed yes, it. I I would agree to that. Even my girlfriend walked out of her walked past the, me watching the movie and said, This music kind of slaps. Yeah. And I was like, I, I so agree. Pretty this good is soundtrack. 1983 during the poppy 80s area. Yeah. So we're not in like the hard heavy rock and roll quite yet. They were still in like the later 70s, like post disco poppy flashy mm-hmm. vibe 80s. We're, we're in the first Reagan term. We're not yet in the second Reagan term. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> We will get there. What's what's our second Reagan term movie that we have to watch for John Travolta? Perfect. You mean, how many? We have like six to seven. Oh. Pro- actually, probably more. It's probably closer to ten. It's it's a lot. Oh God. Anyway, what uh, would you give it on Rotten Tomatoes, Jeff? You know, if we're judging purely on terms of quality, I'd probably agree with you around like twenty something like that. Yeah. If we're going based on my enjoyment of this movie, maybe I saw it forty five. <laughs> really? You had a you had a decent time watching it. This this is a bad movie. Yes. But it is so bonkers. Yeah. It is so it is so wild <laughs> that I could not help but have a really good time with it. There were some moments I was watching, I'm like, I I'm I'm enjoying myself too. <laughs> Oliver Reed plays Satan and he just struts through the movie with a cane causing chaos and at the end it reveals he has a soul. He has a he has a good His name side. is Mr. Beasley. Because it's Beazelbub. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Literally I was thinking that right away. It's like Beazelbub yeah. or whatever. Anyway, we're getting well ahead of ourselves. Yes, we are. Um, we'll get to Satan but later. In the timeline of Travolta, so something yeah. that I really enjoyed that you mentioned in Staying Alive is this is like John Travolta's crisis mode movie. This is his retreat. Treat. yes staying, staying alive. alive after bl- blowouts failure which he put a lot of heart into he goes back and it was to, a good movie he goes back to what worked from the first time which was tony monero and a teaming with olivia newton john yeah uh this uh is not nearly as well funded by the look of it as greece yeah but it was an attempt to get the two of them it's the o- only the second time they've ever like done a movie together and they haven't done any like feature collaborations since. not since they've done like they've done music videos they've done music videos but they yeah. have not done a movie together since right but uh he, which i do think is a shame yeah. i think there is a good movie with these two that's not yeah. grease i think you could put these two in like an independent screenplay that has nothing to do with the grease universe and i think it could work yeah they're they're a good screen combo they yes, have a lot of chemistry exactly uh this is not the right project for that no, this is not it definitely um, is not and it's just another, our second example of the the sadness that's happening to Travolta around this time where he yeah. just, instead of pushing ahead with his audacious work that he was showing in movies like Saturday Night Fever and Blowout, he's retreating to the familiar, to the cheap, uh, to the boring. Oof. Those are strong words, Jeff. Those are strong words we're going to be dealing with a little more. We're going to be using them a lot. You know, if John's listening to this right now, we just got to say that Blowout was a good movie and you did not deserve that blow yeah. out in the 80s yeah you deserved a good 80s era i'm yeah. sad that john travolta did not get a good 80s yes imagine what a john travolta would look like in a ridley scott movie imagine or... what john travolta would look like if blowout had been successful it would have been a crazy 80s but it maybe in that case might not have led to a successful of the 90s he, true he would have been in a kubrick film in the 80s he would have been in a spielberg he would, probably would have been indiana jones <laughs> no <laughs> no he would not have been he's i'm just saying like, john Travolta could not do any imagine all the good movies we missed out on because audiences in the 80s did not like blowout yes that crushes my heart yeah it really breaks my heart because he yeah and, he, he and, did nothing wrong john yeah and instead we get this and staying alive yeah. both of which in his attempt to like do it work the first time both end up imploding and uh, rocking him even further back 
into uh, the family comedy is that will subsume most is that of is the that what we're going to after this we're going to a lot of family comedies coming. what's the first one we got to do after this uh perfect comes after this i don't think that's a family comedy but yeah. i haven't seen it so that's uh uh jamie lee curtis yes. right yeah but uh we d- we soon get to like the look who's talking movies we're getting to eyes of an angel we're getting to a lot of his rougher patch so and fun we will fact. talk about it with great effort for you folks um fun fact like every i knew we had eyes of an angel on our list and i kept mixing the two up with these movies two of a kind of eyes of an angel because spoiler this alert, movie is about an, this movie about has angel, angels yes. in it and so i kept and it's like a rom-com isn't eyes of an angel also kind of a rom-com eyes of an angel to my knowledge is a mob movie really um yes eyes of does that an, have angels in it eyes of an angel is an american drama film uh blah 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 blah, blah. it's almost shot in chicago cool that'll be fun Oh, no, it's Travolta plays Bobby Allen, a down-on-his-luck single father and recovering alcoholic whose wife died of a drug overdose. Oof. Real. And it looks like there, it looks like there's some mob. Oh, no, it's a dog movie. Eyes of an Angel is a dog movie. It's a dog movie? It's a dog movie. Okay. Does he get turned into a dog? Does he voice no, a but dog? There's a there's a dog that... Um, uh, like it's it's like a Homeward Bound movie where the dog's trying to find his way home. Oh, I like Homeward Bound. Anyway, I have this it's movie on VHS. Movie. We're gonna have to watch it because uh, uh, it's not available on DVD or streaming. So you had to buy a VHS. You, you got to give props to like John Travolta's uh, publicity team for just for like, erasing all for these movies from existence. All of these movies from existence. So like you know when you think John Travolta, you only think Grease, Saturday Night Fever, and, and you're Pulp like Fiction. the '80s didn't happen, and then Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it's like if you actually talk to somebody, you're like, oh, I love John Travolta, and you wanted to like re- you know refute that, you'd be like, okay. Name me one good movie he made in the 80s. And they would have to stop and think Look about who's it. Look talking. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't seen it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know it either. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this is this is the start of that. By the way, speaking of Chicago, did you hear Trial Chicago 7 got nominated for Best Picture? Yeah. Oh, this we're recording this right after the Best Picture nominations. So uh, with, by the time this episode comes out, will the Oscars have already happened? Uh, I don't think so. When is the Oscars? They will be getting close to happening. Mm. We should make our predictions like weeks before and then when the oscars happens and then when the episode comes out we can check and see how close we were so the oscars are april 25th this year when will this episode come out uh let me check you folks are loving us discussing uh yeah whether we should make predictions on this episode or not i think we should Uh, well i'm gonna we have to make sure we do it on a episode that comes out right around Okay, on our episode about basements. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that's when we uh, make a prediction about the yeah, Oscars. Yeah, that, that's coming out five days before the Oscars. Okay. So on our episode about basements, you folks can look forward to some Oscar predictions. The only thing that's tough about that is that'll be before all the Guild Awards, right? They'll be before the WGA and the DGA. I think those have already started to happen. So Will those have happened already? I believe so. Okay, good. Because that's how I make most of my predictions. Is off the guilds. Whoever wins the guild awards usually wins the Oscars because they're the same voters. Essentially. Yeah. For folks who would like really want to be good at Oscar ballots, just go by whatever the guilds do. If you honestly want to be good at Oscar ballots, just shoot from the hip. Uh, take no prisoners. Have, I, uh, have faith and trust in yourself. I got like a, well, like a 17 out of 19 last year. Something like that. You you did do pretty good last year. You were there. I remember? was there. Yeah, dude, I did really good last yeah. year. This year, our Oscar predictions are gonna we're gonna we're gonna blow the lid off this joint. Are we are? Yeah, we need a perfect score. 
Yeah. So, but hey. Uh, basements, you guys could hear those. As of now, what you can hear is us avoiding talking about I was going to say, uh, Jeff, you and I are quite the two of a kind, which reminds yes. me of a movie that we should probably talk about today. Yes. Two of a kind. Two of a kind. Um, so this is the debut, the debut theatrical feature film for the director, John Hertzfeld. Never heard of him. Uh, his most recent film was Escape Plan 3. <laughs> oh, Escape Plan. Yeah. That wasn't the one with uh, Stallone. Oh, it is. It, it is. You believe it or not, there are three of them. There's three of them. They filmed a two and three back to back. Of course they did. Uh, Stallone is in them. Schwarzenegger is not. Isn't he in the first one? He is in the first one. Right. What He's happened? not in the sequels. Why isn't he in the sequels? Probably because it, it was below him, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but not below Stallone. Uh, the star like it's like uh, Stallone, Dave Bautista, and a, like a ten dollar budget. I mean that that's that you can sell me on a movie with that synopsis sure. Stallone Batista in a ten dollar budget sure but at the same time uh John Hertzfeld didn't really go on to do much this is his first movie yeah he also directed the behind the scenes special features for the expendables oh okay um, so BTS odd career. director odd career yeah um this film was almost produced by our good friend Robert Stigwood oh who, uh, yeah who, uh, Robert who carried Travolta through Saturday Night Fever Grease and, and moment, moment by, by moment, moment. But he dropped out of this movie. I will never forgive you for that film, yeah. Robert. Is Robert still alive? Robert Stigwood? Um, let's find out. Let's find out. Robert Stigwood. You folks can hear me. Typing. Click, clack. No, he died in 2016. Sad. Oh, sorry. Well, Robert, who, wherever oh, Did he... you know he was the manager for the Bee Gees? Well, that makes sense. He also was managed theatrical productions like hair and jesus christ superstar so he's a musical guy he was a music guy he was a movie guy he was a little bit of everything and yet he produced moment by he moment which Sweeney has Todd no and music in it and pippin okay he was the soundtrack producer for the empire strikes back i'm sure this is really interesting but uh he produced yeah. gallipoli by peter weir what oh, okay <laughs> so two of a kind uh robert stigwood you rule i'm sorry you're dead <laughs> uh did he die young was he pretty old he was, he was old okay well he it was a, a full it was a full life he lived a long life he got to do a lot r.i.p robert stigwood anyway he was going to produce this movie but he did not uh because yeah. he had uh, creative differences with john hertzfeld and another producer he wanted the Bee Gees to do music for this movie. Of course he did. He wanted the Bee Gees to do all the music yeah, he for wanted, his movies. He, he wanted to do it for moment by moment. Yeah, and they said, said no because it was so bad. Yeah. Um, but he wanted. He ended up not producing this. Travolta stuck around even without his good friend Robert Stigwood. Um, they shot the movie in 1982. Came out in 1983. Uh, it was. Uh, they started shooting it in New York City, but. Uh, bad weather caused them to finish it in hollywood yeah fun fact the ending of the movie where there's this movie ends in like a fight scene and like police like, yeah action scene. people it's get very, shot there's a lot there's a lot going on at the end yeah uh the set that they use is the same set from friends it's and the same, the same set from how i met your mother yeah yep it's that same i've been there i took a warner brothers, yeah, the warner brothers uh, studio tour studio tour and i've seen that street yeah. so um what's the guy who says like What's, I've never, I've never, a confession, I've never seen Friends. Uh, I have. Who's the guy on it who says like, hey, or whatever the saying is? What? The, the, Joey, Joey the, is that his name? How you doing? Oh yeah, how you doing? That's Joey, that's uh, not Diaz, that's a comedian, but Joey, um, what is his last name? Foto- no, that's Backstreet Boy. Because it's Chance. Oh, no, it's insane. It's I don't know. Monica 
And um, anyway, his name's Joey. Joey, yeah. Uh, he walked the same streets as John Travolta in this movie. He did. Yes. Not, not John Travolta, though. Yeah, not John Travolta. Not quite John Travolta. Yes, not quite. Um, but um, this we... movie was also delayed <laughs> because Olivia Newton-John wrote one song for it, and it was like the main thing that test audiences liked, and the song was successful yeah. on the radio, so they delayed the movie to have her add more music. Of course. So, Which is why you hear the same Olivia Newton-John song like three times in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, like, we just got to stick this movie full of it. Fun fact, she gets bit by a dog, or she got bit by a dog on the production of this movie. And even after the trainer told her that this dog's nervous around crowds, we're with a lot of people, just be careful, she still went to pet the dog, and the dog bit her hand. And she got to continue on with the scene. They retired the dog that day. And I just want to call out Olivia Newton-John and say... That dog had a career. And you ended it. That dog had a family. <laughs> and had mortgages to pay. Uh, he wanted to send his kids to dog college. And you ended that for him. Yeah. And I honestly think we deserve an apology. Olivia Newton-John, apologize. Apologize. Hashtag <laughs> ONJ apologize. ONJ apologize for... What was the dog's name? I, I don't know. I don't know. Let's... It wasn't. But it, it is weird. I don't know if that dog was supposed to be Travolta's dog in this movie. It is weird because at the beginning of the movie, he has like an automatic dog food dispenser. But then he never has no a dog. But he has no dog. Well, I I think it wasn't an angel holding a dog in one yeah, scene. Yeah, there is an angel holding a dog. So maybe it's that dog. Maybe. I'm sure that dog's well dead already, but we still think that ONJ should apologize yeah. for ending that dog's career. Yeah. The dog boycott, didn't do anything wrong. Boycott Newton John. No, we don't want to boycott Newton John, but we just she, we deserve an explanation. Yes. But uh yes. Come out of the shadows and give us an explanation for ruining this dog's career. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Poor guy. So should we get into the plot of this yeah, movie? Yeah, so this movie already starts off crazy. It, it, you're in, it starts in heaven. With Handel's Messiah, Hallelujah. Yeah, you're a hol- Hallelujah blast, and you're flying through the clouds. Hallelujah. And then you come up with a bunch of angels, and they're playing golf. <laughs> they're playing golf, which uh, that's the old saying, right? Is that you play golf in heaven or whatever? I've literally never heard that before. I'm sure it's a saying, and I'm just forgetting who says it. You said it right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they're playing golf in heaven. But it's like they have these really shitty superimposed clouds in front of them. It looks like it's very clearly coming out of a smoke machine. Yeah. Um, and they just superimpose it over Scatman Crothers and friends uh, hanging out playing golf. It's like uh, working class angels. Scatman Crothers, who was in The Shining. Yeah, he's Dick in The Shining. He's Dick in The Shining. It's so like yeah. you have the shine. And he is one of the angels in this whose names I can't remember. Yeah. But uh, they're playing golf and then, whoops, God comes back. God comes back. Yeah. Apparently, he had given these angels 25 yeah, years. Yeah, took a 25 God took a 25 year vacation. A drop in the bucket of time, yes. as says God. And the angels really went and mucked it up. Yeah. It it is kind of funny. This movie came out in 1983, so if you subtract 25 years, it pretty much winds up with 1960. So pretty much this movie's inferring like JFK and all like the counterculture movement was because God like fucked off for twenty five years. That's that shows you the political linings of who <laughs> produced this movie, Jeff. Yeah, it's like now that we, now that things are back to normal in the eighties. Yeah, things are back to normal in the eighties. Yeah, it's like you guys forget you, the forget the God's Holocaust, like, <laughs> forget World War Two. Yeah. That all happened under God's watch. Yeah. It was counterculture. Yeah, and God, that really fucked up God, humanity. God shows up and he's like, guys, Nixon. <laughs> What's the deal? What's like, the deal? Why did that happen? Why did you guys? How'd you guys? Like What's that going on here? 
Yeah. And so then uh, my favorite is, I think I want to start over. <laughs> he's like, I think I want to wipe yeah, humanity off like, the you, face the- of the earth like Noah's Ark shit. Yeah, I'm going to do it again. He's I'm going like, to do it and again. Like, well, what you do with all the people? And he's like, I'm going to bring them up here. I was going to, they all die and come to heaven and we don't have to do any of that scale shit. <laughs> I did not remember that. So well, wait, the, everybody was going to get a free pass to heaven. Yeah, they were going to bring everyone to heaven. Everybody? Every single person. Death row people. Yeah, because like, even though he thought all of mankind was irredeemable, one just wiped them out. He thought that was kind of unfair and he was just going to like give them heaven pass. Just a fair, you know, sorry yeah. guys. You I'm taking shoot. everything from you, but you get to be up here. That's not a bad deal. It's not. Ter- it's not like the worst deal this god could have in this movie, right? But at the same time, probably not a cool move to destroy the earth. Yeah, I mean, he said he's just going to kill all humans. The animals are going to yeah. stay. So the, all the the angels are like, no, don't do that. See, we can find a good. If we find one good person, you have to, you know, let the earth stay. But here's and my the, uh, the, hypothesis. Do you think that if an angel came down to earth and told a human what God was planning to do regarding killing the whole earth, but bringing everybody to heaven, I honestly be like, Oh, cool. When's that happening next Tuesday? Sweet. I'll pack my things. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's honestly like, Oh, I just found out that the biggest mysterious question in the universe of whether God exists or not turns out to be true and that there is a heaven and I get a free ticket there next week. All right, cool. <laughs> but how else can you have sick car chases through Times Square uh, if you're in heaven? Well, we do get that nice shot of John Travolta flinging off the bridge <laughs> <laughs> that I am in love yeah. with. But anyway, they're like and see, crushing all of you. Yes, <laughs> they die in this movie. They and die come back, in and this then come movie. back to life. Um, but God, he's like, yeah. If you show me one good person, I'll save the planet. They cut to like a, a shot of a kid, and God's like, too easy. Yeah, it's a cheap shot. He, I mean, he says at one you point, "You set the bar." <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who voices God in this, but they're like, "Hey, I'm God." At one point, oh yeah, I wrote down a quote. He's like, "Hey, I'm God. I changed my mind." <laughs> yeah. Um. Great writing. Yes. So they they look at another person. I can't remember what, but they do something bad. Priest. A pri- oh no, it's a priest. Yeah, yeah. They look at a priest, and it's like, uh, look, I want to see a normal person. Yeah. And that's when we get to John, John Travolta, Travolta, who's wearing. His edible Can't, sunglasses. Edible. <laughs> we don't know then. Well, that that's a plot edible. twist halfway through. Yeah, it's, it is a plot twist halfway through. But he's wearing these sunglasses that we learned later in the movie is an invention of his. Yes, that they're edible sunglasses. And uh, at that point, he is. Um, what is it? What does he even start this movie? <laughs> okay, so. He, um, he owes some people I rem- money. I remember when he gets to his apartment, but well, I can't remember when he starts the movie. He's yet. hanging out on the sidewalk, and this car pulls up, and some of these loan sharks come out, and they oh, like, yeah. they apprehend it him, with the loan sharks. and they pull out a switchblade, and they're like, I want to cut your ears off. You don't yeah. give me my 13 grand or whatever. Yeah, but you know what one of their names is? I do know what one of the names is. Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, this is our second Stew <laughs> this on this is podcast. This our second Stew character. Yeah. So I um, and he's played by uh, Al Neary from the Godfather movies. Yes, who is exactly the same character. One hundred percent. It's like he the, just says more words. It's in like this John Hertzfeld just said, "You're you're that guy." Yeah, just be that guy, please. So uh, these two lone starts Stewart and his like dumb henchman. Yeah, is really this dumb guy henchman. who's just like, "Yeah, you know, I'm here helping you out, huh?" Uh, I don't know if he talked like that. He doesn't that, talk like that, but. but uh, yeah, so then that's when he, he owes some money. He goes back to his apartment. Yeah, he's like, I'll have it to you by tonight. And so Travolta goes back to his apartment. He does not have said money. He does not. But we learn why 
or we think we see why he's spent all this money because he's a doc brown type with he's an inventor rube goldberg machines in his apartment that do all these wacky things yeah he says like uh what he's like uh time for food and then like a dog food just like like plops into a bowl yeah and we never see the dog there's no dog but which means does he eat dog food he maybe he does but he has he's a failed inventor with all these things that no one wants to buy the failed inventor thing doesn't come back in the end it literally does i i thought that the most unbelievable inventor i've ever seen in a movie is Mark Wahlberg in Transformers Age of Extinction. <laughs> I'm a, so, saying, what I'm mean? an inventor from I, Texas. I'm an inventor. <laughs> He's like, I invent things. Um, I thought that was the most unbelievable inventor I've ever seen. And then we, we saw have this movie. a new champion in town. <laughs> it's, and it is John Travolta in Two of a Kind. Yeah, his uh, inventions don't make a lot of sense. Yeah, the inventions, they all suck. They do all suck. Like objectively suck. They suck. They don't just suck in the movie world. They even suck in the real ones life. that like maybe tangentially are a good idea like, don't work. Folks, edible sunglasses. Yeah, he's edible sunglasses. He has a button that if you press his doorknob, it sounds like dark dogs are barking to repel intruders. But the thing is, the dogs just stop. Yeah. And um, then if you ring the doorbell again, this starts again in a yeah. loop, and you can quickly tell that it's a loop and yeah. it's being played through speakers. The, the, literally the dog food one i is thought this guy was a sound recordist <laughs> blowout <laughs> fucking uh, blowout his the dog food one is the most useful invention and he doesn't have a dog for it to use for so it's right. even more pointless right but he, he's a he's a shitty inventor uh he's not making any money on can it. you throw your jacket on the door sorry it's just causing a lot of yeah yeah well you, now you're not hearing it anymore anyway so uh <laughs> sorry sorry folks who so, are listening to that <laughs> so he's 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 hanging out uh and he's like all right the only way i'm gonna get this money is to rob a bank rob a bank so he puts on his patrick swayze cosplay oh my goodness uh, the disguise <laughs> um i learned that so one quick thing to note is now i think we got to move on to the hair ranking cue the music <laughs> all right that's the the theme for the hair thank you for joining me on this hair ranking of uh two of a kind so do you have the list pulled up jeff okay we made a list why am i the curator of this list (laughs) because i get to talk about it this is the this is the one moment where i get to like talk about things and i do all and you do all the technical things okay whereas it's it's always the other way around all right so where where is his hair in this movie going so nothing special in this nothing special I want to say it's like right around blowout. It's around blowout. Yeah. Above or below? Uh, what placement is blowout? It goes Saturday Night Fever, blowout, urban cowboy. Can I see the list? Just like rotate. Come on. All right. So I'm seeing it. So, okay. Blowout. I would say it goes below blowout in between urban cowboy. So it's now the new number six. Yeah. Glad to hear it. Yeah. And I honestly don't have much to say about it. Because, yeah, the hair is just kind of like regular adult John Travolta hair, which, I, as I said in Blowout, it's like it's a more mature look for him. I very, I have very bad news for you that we're going to have a tough time with this segment over the next few Because uh, it's just the same hair. He pretty much just keeps this hair for most of the 80s. Oh. However, we will have a stirring resurgence of this in the 90s. And yes, I'm looking forward when to When we that. get the Pulp Fiction uh, primary colors <laughs> double, d- double shot. We're getting back to the uh, 
back to good old hair rankings. But we will we will endure through this time. We will endure. But he wears a disguise where he has like yes. a long blonde it, it, wig. It's literally like a patch. He's wearing like uh what do you denim jacket, denim pants, denim shirt under the jacket. Denim on denim on denim. Yeah, he looks awful. <laughs> it's a terrible disguise. It's the most And he has a fake mustache on. Yes, that and falls long, off at one point. Blonde curly hair. Yeah. It's not flattering on Travolta. Yeah, and he just walks up, and he has a gun. He walks up with like the gun wrapped in a newspaper to the counter, and he's like, "Hey, I heard you were the prettiest chick in the joint." And Sorry, sir. My yeah, my thing's closed. My thing's closed. <laughs> and then him. she just puts her clothes side in front of her, yeah. and then he walks to the so next he walks teller. to the next teller, and it's Olivia Newton John. Olivia Newton John. Um, and then he pulls the same move. He's like, "Yeah, I saw you were the prettiest uh, uh, teller in the the joint, or whatever the hell the line is." Yeah, something like that. And. uh She's like, oh, what are you, what are you here for today? Is this going to be the entire podcast? he's like, give me your money. He's like, I, I need, need $13,000. He's like, no, he needs 13680 like It's a very specific number. It is a very specific. Why not just ask for like fifteen? Well, it, it's to show that our man is not an evil criminal. He's only doing this out of necessity. But he is kind of an evil criminal. He, he's kind of a dick. Yeah. Um. He cares about boundaries, though. Yes, he, we get to that later. Yes, in the this movie. is the first Travolta movie where he said deep respect for boundaries. I mean, it's, so it's you growth. Ca- you caught on that too. Yeah, it's growth. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Yeah. we'll get to that scene later. But but uh, for the time being, yeah, he uh, I said a package ship. Yeah, yeah um, is there something wrong, Jeff? No, I just had a package. You want to address ship. it to the audience? No, I just, <laughs> okay. yeah. Jeff but, was uh, checking his phone, so yeah. I was giving him shit for it. That's but, okay. I check my phone too. Yeah, he uh, he gets the money, or he gets um well, she's like i only have six hundred dollars in the drawer and he's like go to the back go to the get. back and, and he's I'll, like here's I'll... this bag tell them i left it here yeah and then he just wanders off still holding the gun in his hands well, he's like I'll, I'll shoot someone he's like who it's like i'll shoot her she's like do you want to go to the back and she just goes to the back yeah and then she starts laughing he's like what's so funny and his mustache is like halfway yeah. off his face the the humor in this movie is like written by aliens yeah. <laughs> it's just like you know those like Twitter bots where it's like I gave an AI like ten thousand screenplays to. Re- this is like one of those movies. Yes, right? it really like, is though. It a hundred percent is. Uh, so yeah, he corrects his mustache, and it's a fun, nice little joke between the two yeah. of them. They're bonding, and he's like robbing. The yeah, bank, he's robbing the bank, and they're flirting already. Th- and, that's the that's the thing that we gotta yeah. address in this scene. Yeah, and she comes out with the bag and has her number on, and she's like, oh, "I'm single. I'm single." And yeah, so she's flirting with yeah. him as he's like robbing the bank, and, and then another teller fit finds out about it. Yeah, rings and, the bell, and Travolta flees, and he, he escapes. He escapes, and he gets back to his apartment, and rips his disguise off, and he opens the bag, and it's empty. It's just full of like random papers. Yeah, and I, I think is it before or after this when like God is looking at all this happening? Yeah, we we cut back to the angels, and he's <laughs> like, I am not impressed. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, this guy sucks. This guy really sucks. You guys picked a bad move, and, and the angels are like, well, give us another chance. It's like, it's like we need more time, and, and he's like, all right, you get until tonight. And then it's like, what? It's like, you created the earth in six days. It's like, oh, you're right. I'll give you six days then. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, he yeah, gives, yeah. He gives him a week. Yeah, he gives him a week to for this guy to yeah. shape up. So then he goes back to the apartment. He goes back to the apartment. He's all mad. Why is he mad, Jeff? Because uh, the money's not in there. Where's the money? With Olivia Newton-John, who's That's using right. it to pay her landlord and buy a bunch of new furniture. That's right. Olivia Newton-John, uh, not the best spender. Yeah. You know? uh, around this time... After this, we cut to, I th- oh, I think the mob guys, the loan sharks, come to his apartment around this time. Um, 
And he's like, I'm going to go get them. Oh, wait, no, he doesn't. I thought we cut to her going back to her apartment yes. where she like pays her landlord. And we learned she got fired. The reason why she got fired was because she flirted with the bank yeah. robber. <laughs> yeah. If there's any reason why you should get fired from a job, flirting with a bank robber's got to be number yes. one. That's got to be the best one right there. It's it's an it's a unique way to Imagine get fired you're for sure. a grandma and you're talking to your grandkids. It's like, hey, mom, I got a job at a bank. I'm work- working at the bank. Oh, that's great, grandson. I got a funny story about that. So what happens? Like, I got fired once for flirting with a bank robber. <laughs> <laughs> And then I married him. Uh, <laughs> it's your grandfather. <laughs> Wait, grandpa He's robbed a bank. Man, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so she's, Olivia Newton-John's thriving with this uh, $13,000 that he that she stole from a robber who's stealing from her place of work. Yeah, and uh, she has a very creepy landlord. Yeah. Um, No, it's around this time. We know we haven't gotten to that yet. Which part? I'm getting a little mixed up on the timeline here. Me too, man. Um, this is a tough movie. Yeah. But we cut back to John Travolta. Yes. And the loan sharks show back up at his apartment. Yes. And that's when we get the bit with like the dog. The dog. You, you press the doorbell. The thing. doorbell and, and Al Neary's like, hey, put those dogs away. Eh? He's like, I'm I'm going. It's like, hey, get back in your cage. Go yeah. get back in your cage. And, and he's like, I'll be there in one second. I got your money. And then he's like going to a window. Yeah. And Travolta escapes out the window with his briefcase. And then one of my favorite the, parts well, of this movie happens. The loan sharks uh, chase after him down the steps. Whoa, whoa, you forgot what? the best part. So, like, he's like, get, oh, get yeah. in there. And he's okay. like, how am I supposed to get in there? Like this. And he grabs his henchman and chucks him <laughs> through, the him through the door. And the door just breaks it's like shatters. it's nothing. And that's how they get in the apartment. And yeah. they chase him out. And they chase him out. Travolta's running. Um, they lose him. Yes. And then they get in their car and they see him. It's at this point when I wrote down, I'm losing focus. Because yeah. <laughs> it was hard for me to pay attention at all during this. Because I'm like, I don't give a fuck about any so of this So they see happening. Travolta and they start speeding their car towards him. Yes. Travolta pulls a pretty slick move where he um he run, he run, jumps in front of a taxi and then jumps on the Joker hood of it. Joker style. Jumps on the hood of it to convince them that... uh like And the guy's like, gets on, he's like, hey, are you all right? And then Travolta gets in the taxi and drives off. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty good. So there's um, a car chase. I wrote at this point, WTF is this movie. <laughs> yeah. Because a car chase ensues through Times Square. And then he has a to... A fairly sizable car chase. Yeah. Um, probably costs a lot of money to do that yeah. car chase because it's through like Times Square. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, and it, so it ends with uh, Travolta careening off the road. And then he... Flying through Well, so he, he has to pull his taxi off the road. He gets off of the... T- yeah, out of the taxi. And then he hops on the roof of a van. Yeah. And he like tells the guy, oh, it's yeah. like, keep driving, keep driving. <laughs> like he's hanging off the roof and, of the van. And the other guys are like, pull over, pull over. It's like, they want me to pull over. It's like, no, 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 don't listen to them. Keep driving. Yeah. Then the guy pulls out a gun. And that's when like they, he's like, cut him off or whatever. So he yeah. like they cuts him off in the car and the van stops. And John Travolta gets heated <laughs> yeah. off the fucking roof we of the van. We got to a wide shot from the, like under like a bridge. Yes. Of Travolta's flying. <laughs> And who and does he run Olivia into? Olivia and John just walking on the sidewalk. Yep, Olivia and John's just here. Charles <laughs> just plops right into her, dead. And they die. They both are killed instantly. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> we see them both dead, lying on the ground. We cut back to God, and he's like, "Yeah, this sucks." And, and the angels. My are, thoughts during this whole movie. <laughs> yeah, and the angels are like, "Okay, okay, let's raise the stakes." God agrees that. If these two people can fall in love and do one selfless act for each other, he will spare the earth. It's yeah. it's like almost a it's a wonderful life kind of bit, yeah. but not quite because God didn't threaten to destroy the earth if Jimmy Stewart 
like didn't find self-love but <laughs> right yeah but um they make that agreement the answer's like all right Let's get back to business. Did you crack your knuckles? I did just crack my knuckles. I, want, I wanted that sound. We'll effect. get back to business. Yeah, we'll get back to business. And so, so we cut to a morgue. <laughs> Their bodies are hauled in, and then an angel's like, "Wait, stop! Rewind. rewind!" And they rewind the tape, and we just see the last like twenty minutes of the movie. Yeah. Oh wait, no, we see the last like two minutes of the movie, and we we stop again with Travolta like flying off the bridge. Right. And uh, Olivia Newton-John just standing there, seeing him about to kill her. Right. And. One of the angels is like, hmm, this is going to be a bit difficult. And then who strolls up? But uh, the devil devil himself, himself, played by Oliver Reed. Yeah. Mr. Beasley, uh, who shows up and tempts the angels with uh, women, naked women. Yeah. Um, And is like, join my side. And they're like, no, never. Um, And Satan's like, I'm going to mess with you. (laughs) And he like strolls off. And, yeah. they, and then they rewind the clock again. I totally missed that that was Satan, to be yeah. honest. I was like, who is this guy? What he's, are wearing like a, he's wearing like a bright suit. <laughs> yeah. And like, oh my God. It's like Tom I, Waits and the uh, the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. I got to be real with you, Jeff. Uh, a, as we talk about the movie, I feel like the movie's getting worse in my head. <laughs> it's like when I watched it, I was like, oh, that happened. And now as I'm talking with you about it, I'm just like, this movie is so horrible. And Jeff is taking a photo of me or a video of me. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's it's fine. Is it your one second thing? It's my one second. I'm doing one second every day. One second every day. Yeah. Did you tell the audience about one second every day? Uh, no, because they aren't sponsoring our show, so I'm not going to hype up their, their business. Good for you. Yeah. Um, Good for you. One second every day. If you want to sponsor our show, I'll talk about you. Okay. Anyway. Well, we did. Yeah. So they rewind the clock again, and they go back to right when the Lone Sharks see Travolta, and he does his taxi move. And Scatman Crothers is a bus driver, and he just pulls his bus in front of the lunch trucks and is like, hey, the bus died, and they can't chase him. Cut to the next day, Olivia so Newton-John. So he, they, 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 they save him. They save yeah, his Yeah, they life. save his life. Travolta escapes. The next day, Olivia Newton-John's walking down the street and grabs a newspaper. Yeah. And sees that there's an article about her. Um, it's like, I flirted with a, like a bank robber or something like that. Tell her fired and all that. Yeah. And, and she's like, like, haha, so funny. And then Travolta gets and he's like, this motherfucker. <laughs> and like, he, now he knows who she he is. He knows her name. Yep. So uh, she goes to an acting class because oh, she's an yes. actor, an actress. He, I Can I just say, it's never my favorite when in movies they incorporate roles and jobs such as writers, actors, filmmakers, because to me it's just like lazy writing. Yeah. I just never like it when it's like the main character is a writer. Mm. Like, come on, be mm. more original than that. Or like, be creative. There are more jobs than just writers. But, but there's no writer in this movie. Instead, there's a, an acting coach. There is an acting coach. And Olivia Newton, and he's like, tell me how it felt when you yeah, saw she, this robber. He wants to, like, you know, expose her trauma to the yeah. class. And he's like, use it. Yell like you would at that guy if he was in front of you. And, like, if your grandfather and, died the night before and yeah. your acting coach is like, I want you to look at me like I'm the grandfather taking the last breath yeah. of life. How are you feeling now? Like, Jesus, yeah. dude, pack the fuck off. And uh, she's laughing, and he's like, "That's a nervous reaction." She's like, "No, it's how I felt when I saw this guy." Yeah. And so he's trying to like get her to like cry and scream and all that. And, and then, then she sees Travolta in the Travolta back row. Travolta is in the back row of this acting. <laughs> and she studio. actually starts screaming. Yep. And the the coach is like, "That is great. That's amazing." The all the acting folks. And she's like, like "He's right there. Get him. He's right there." Ah! And then Travolta leaves. Yeah. Uh, 
Olivia Newton-John. What? What are their character names? <laughs> I don't know. He's Zach, and she's Debbie. I okay. did, could not have. I did not know that. I so, just called him Travolta. So, yeah, so Debbie uh, then goes home. Yeah. And she has her roommate search the apartment because mm-hmm. she's afraid he's going to be there. Yeah. And then a uh, plot twist he is. <laughs> well, he sneaks in after the fact. Yeah, he climbs in through the window after yeah. the roommates leave. So she's like in the they're kitchen. Because they're always going, her roommates are always going to like parties in the beach and shit. Yeah, she's in the kitchen and he like strolls in. Yeah. And he's all like suave. And she's like, ah. It. And he's like, the only way out is the window. Because he, she, she tries to like open the door, but she like opens it too hard and the doorknob breaks. Yeah, and rips the doorknob <laughs> like, off. Come on, man. Um, Classic New York. So the two of them, he's like, I need the money. Yeah. And uh, all that. And she gives him the money? Well, so he's like, how much do you have left? It's like, I have $3,000 left. I don't believe you. And then he 5, starts 000. tearing up her actor headshots. Oh, yeah, her headshot Which is the book. best way to torture an actor is just to tie them up in a chair and slowly rip their headshots in front of oh, them. Oh, shit. Gene Hackman voices God in this. Of course Gene Hackman voices God. He's uncredited. I just learned this. Why is he uncredited? I guess he probably just didn't want his name, but it's Gene Hackman. I did not know that. Good for you, Gene Hackman. You Hell did, yeah, you did a good god. Gene Hackman, you rule. Uh, you rule in this movie. It's got nothing on Morgan Freeman. That's pretty, still pretty good. Yeah. So uh, then she eventually says, "All right, all right, I have five thousand dollars left, or eight thousand dollars. I think it's what it is." And so he's like, "All right, get me the money." And so she she goes back into her bedroom, and uh, she gets her the money. And um, he's like, okay, like he, he has the money, and then he helps her fix the broken door. Yeah, and that's when her landlord comes out, and like I don't know what his deal yeah. is, but he's like, he's a up, creep. He's upset and mad. It's like, who's that guy? And yeah. they both unisonly say, nobody. Yeah, he's like the he's like the landlord from the Spider Man movies, except if rent. he was also if he was also like a sexual predator. Give me rent. If yeah, you'll get your rent when you, you fix, fix this, this damn, damn door. <laughs> but um <laughs> thank you thank you for but, doing uh, this, that with me. This, this landlord's like always creeping on her and like doesn't like seeing another guy at her apartment weirdo and travolta fixes the door yeah and uh he and she's like how are you putting that back and he's like you see the gimmick is you gotta hold the nuts while you screw <laughs> very subtle john very subtle john um and he's like kind of thrusting. While yeah, he's, he's doing he's, it. Too. He's being a, he's being a little creepy, as is the landlord. Yeah, but uh, Travolta heads out around that time. Yeah, and she and she follows, follows him. And uh, I was like, why? He, he she has given him the money at this point. Yeah, the eight thousand. And she's following him, and I'm like, weren't you just like terrified of him yeah. like five minutes ago in the movie, and now you want to stroll along sidewalk yeah. with him at night? And he's like, you want to get dinner. Oh, she says, oh, do you want to get says, dinner? She says, do you want to get dinner? She's like, well, I guess then that means I was going to ask you out for dinner then. And a taxi pulls up, and there's a dog in the front seat yeah. of the taxi. And it's one of the angels. It's one of the angels, yeah, we learned found out. Driver. But before that, I'm like, why is there a dog in the front yeah. seat of this taxi? And then he looks at the uh, taxi, then back at her. It's like, all right, get in. And then yeah. they go get dinner. And they go get dinner. Yeah. And at this really fancy restaurant. Yeah, which they're uh-huh. obviously using the 8000 for, which John Travolta needs to pay off his debt with Yeah, the so now sharks. he's spending debt money. Well, yeah. she said she was going to cover it. And then when he gets there, he's like, how are you going to cover this with all your money you don't have? And she's like, I was going to owe you. <laughs> wow. Um, so they're hanging out at this restaurant. Um, and the, who comes in? The Satan. Satan is there. Satan rolls up. And he, he tells the loan sharks to come. Where to find John Travolta. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so they show up and they're holding a knife to Olivia Newton-John's head. 
Yeah, with she's gonna he's gonna cut off her ear, and yeah. uh, that was like the gimmick in the first part. Is yeah, when they threaten him at the very beginning of the movie. They're like, yeah, "We're gonna cut off your ears if you don't give me my money." So they threaten to cut off Olivia Newton John's ear, and um, he's like, whoa, "Whoa, I got some of your money." It's like, "Great, then I'll only cut off one ear." Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he does hand the money, but then all hell breaks loose. He tries to run away and he like tries ditch to run away. Olivia. Yeah, and. At some point, one of the monsters gets thrown into like a table, and then it's freeze. And then we freeze frame. Yeah, and yeah. Satan starts moseying around. He like moves a pie in front of where this guy's gonna land. He grabs another guy's hand and puts it on a woman's breast so yeah. that he'll get in trouble when they unfreeze it. Yeah, and the angel's like, "Satan, stop! Stop doing this!" And Satan's like, "Ha ha ha! <laughs> I'm an evil um, man!" <laughs> and so they keep doing fast forward, rewind, like back and forth. Yeah. And eventually God like emerges again is like, stop all this business. Stop. This is, this is too much. Yeah. I wrote down, um, angel and devil get into pissing match. <laughs> yeah. And God's like, no more. You so no longer have the powers fast to forward, pause. Fast rewind, forward. fast forward, rewind. Y'all no longer have those abilities. So you can't do that anymore. Which, which is, I guess which God is, sucks because devil. that was maybe the only like interesting gimmick in this movie. Right. The fast forward. Rewind that stuff. was the only interesting gimmick and it gets taken away. Yeah. It gets taken away. Yeah. What are you looking at? Um, nothing. You were looking at something. I'm not looking at anything. Are you sure? Yes. But, um, okay. Kind of freaked me out there, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Anyway. But, uh, yeah. And, uh, so God shoots rain down into the room. For what reason? To punish the angel and the devil for all this business. So let me get this straight. When the angel and devil abuse their powers, he makes it rain. On yeah, he made it rain. But when humanity starts abusing their abilities he was just gonna wipe them off the yeah. face of the earth yes talk about abuse of powers yes. there god yeah. like gene hackman god you suck a little <laughs> hypocritical there gene hackman god yeah so um god is just so we cut to olivia's yeah. no. apartment right well no first we unfreeze yeah and everyone's wet <laughs> and all hell's breaking yeah, loose a guy flies into a pie a fight breaks out yeah i'm um, and john runs for it uh john travolta runs for it the mobsters are like caught in the middle of it. Uh, Satan starts strolling around singing Rain by the Beatles. Uh, and we cut to Olivia Newton John's apartment. Yeah. And she's just washed up for the night. Yeah. Just making herself some dinner. And then knock, knock, knock. It's John Travolta. He, she goes to the door and is like, Who is it? And it's like, It's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Yeah. And then she's like, What's that awful smell? <laughs> he's like, It's me. <laughs> he's like and covered he, in water yeah, and he's, cake. He's covered in water, cake, the whole mess. Yeah. He looks disgust he looks disgust. He looks scuzzy. Yeah. And so she lets him in and like to clean up, wash up. Yeah, he's like, I need a towel. Yeah. And then she offers him a place to sleep. Yeah. Cause he can't can't go there's back some, to his apartment. Yeah, there's some business about that. Yeah. But then that's when he like she's like all right you'll sleep in the couch and yeah. then he's like oh by the way i think i saw i saw your cat out here he lose lures her out of yeah. her bedroom onto and, the couch onto the living room and then he puts on a record no, this is this is sometime around the time where he has the line where she's like i only date like clean guys or something like that and he's like okay i'll go back home to the sewer <laughs> and i thought that was funny yeah so he puts on a record they start dancing yeah. and then immediately start passionately kissing yeah and then that passionately kissing gets a little hot and heavier. Yeah, and, and then she's the like, together. I don't want to have sex with you. And he's like, okay, that's fine. He's like, yeah. I, would, I would love to have sex with you, but if you say no, that's no. He's like, I respect your boundaries. Yeah, it's the first Travolta movie where he's respected a woman's boundaries. I'm like, that's watching character this group. and then Urban Cowboy, yeah. vastly different. Yes. <laughs> Just, 
I expect some good loving. Yes. <laughs> From Urban Cowboy yeah. to like, oh, I respect your boundaries. You're a good, you're a good person. Yeah. You know, I, I yeah. respect you. So yeah, they just, they just hang out and then her roommates come in and they're like, oh, this is the first guy she brought home in forever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I can't remember. How, I think that's the end of this. Well, the, uh, they, then they leave the apartment yeah, they, that night and yeah. they go on a carriage ride. Yes, and one of, and the driver of said carriage is one of the angels. Yes, uh, the guy from The Shining. Yes, Scatman. Scatman. So, um, yeah, there's a carriage ride. It's romantic. They kiss. Then the next day, they go on like a little date. Yeah, they go on a date together. Yeah. On forget the, the fact that he's being hunted down. On like the sh- on like lunch. on like the the, be- the bank of Brook the the Brooklyn, Brooklyn River Hudson River Hudson River Hudson yeah, and uh, it's like. The worst romance montage I've ever seen. What are you talking about? It cuts into close-ups of them doing things. Yeah. And then to the exact same, like, wide shot of the Twin Towers and, like, the financial district. Yeah. It cuts to a wide shot of, like, the financial district on them. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, these are edible sunglasses. And she's like, who the fuck would want these? <laughs> Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. And she tastes them. It's like, in her Australian accent, she's like, like, oh, this is blimey. This is bad. This tastes like shit. Yeah. <laughs> tastes like shit. It's like, I, I don't remember ever hearing Olivia Newton-John like swear that often yeah. on television or Well, film. apparently the, the, this taste of these sunglasses prompted it. Well, that's the thing. It's like, it's the first time I can remember hearing her actually like mm. swear in an Australian accent. And it just yeah. like brought me so much joy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, these taste like shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It's funny. So, yeah, they have that romance montage. And they're falling in love. But then uh, they get... They get the, back to the apartment. Yeah, and the mobsters are there. Not quite yet. So they get to the apartment. She she listens to her voicemail. She got a role. Yeah. And then she calls back and turns out she missed the call. Yeah, and she, she did not get the role. And, she and that is it. the end of that plot line. Yep. We never hear about her acting ever again. Right. That's it. And She's that going to become it. a waitress later on. Yes. And that that's all the development we have for yes. her. So then the sharks come because yeah, the, the devil told them where to snitch her. bastard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> snitch bastard. The devil. Snitch bastard uh, tells the load sharks. Like, that's the thing. If you're going to be evil, that's fine. But don't be a snitch. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes a snitch. Yeah. Not even... Especially not actual Satan. Yeah. Not actual Satan. Don't be a snitch. Like, I don't care if you catch their building on fire to kill them, but don't snitch on them with the load sharks, okay? there's Have some decency. Have some boundaries, (laughs) Satan. Have some decency, you you asshole. Yeah. So then the load sharks uh, show up. Yeah. And the henchman has like a crisis of conscience. Yeah. And he grabs the gun and points in the other loan out near his mouth. in his mouth. And he's like, you guys run. And Tarleton of an engine. And I don't think we see the loan sharks again, do we? We They just don't appear again. I think that is the end. Yeah, that's that's it. That's it. They never appear. <laughs> so presumably he shot the guy, I guess. Presumably, maybe he shot himself afterwards. Yeah. What happened is he shot the guy as they ran away. Yeah. And then he felt so guilty that he shot himself. Yeah. And Olivia Newton John just never went back to her yeah. apartment. But the uh they run out. A double homicide happened. There. Not only did Satan snitch, he snitched twice. He and the s- police arrest them. And the pol- <sighs> And they get taken to the station. I just have no words. And it's and it's like Chief Detective Ernie Hudson. <laughs> yeah, the, the Ghostbuster is there. Yes, and he's doing. He's pretty much doing the same Winston Zeddemore like bit where he's like, "Oh, the working class cop, all that." Yeah, um, like, you're gonna tell me on. You're gonna tell. Yeah, you're your gonna pot, tell on, on pot- him and tell on her. Yeah, and they're playing them against each other in separate yeah. interviews. And at first, they're both like unwavering. Yeah, they're both like, "I'm not gonna sell on her." 
But then Ernie goes to John Travolta. And he got a tip about a heist that John Travolta did of like movie set stuff. And the only person what? he had told that to was Olivia Newton-John. Did I miss this? Maybe. He stole like his disguise from like a film set or some of his invention stuff. I totally missed yeah. that part of the movie. But um, he the only person he told that to was Olivia Newton-John and somehow the cops found out about it. Presumably Satan snitched. Because oh, that's just what fuck he does. you, Satan, you snitch bastard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Satan's but, uh, a snitch. Let it be heard. But yeah. Um, so then that's when John Travolta cracks. Yeah, because he's like, oh, she told on me because she's the only person I told about this. Even though she didn't. She didn't. Um, and just so a tip. He just, um, he snitches on her. So she's going to go down for and, the crime. Yeah, and it turns out the self, she commits a selfless act and still doesn't like turn on him. Right. And, uh, they're like, hey, God, a selfless act. And he's like, eh, gotta be both ways. It's gotta be both ways. He's gotta do something, too. Yeah. Um, and so a, it's not looking good. It's like, can you give us another week? Yeah, it's like, they no. Have, they have like a falling out in the steps of the courtyard. Yeah. He's like, you told on me. And she's like, I didn't. You told on me, though. And now I'm going to go to jail for it. Well, she doesn't go um, to jail. She's, th- she's going to. And then we cut to the courtroom scene. What? They're in a courtroom. Oh, yeah, they're in a courtroom. Yeah. And an angel's ripped up the tape. Well, so, yeah, they're all waiting for the district attorney. And they're like, what's going on? Why are the, we the, waiting The so taped long? confession was torn yeah, up so by like, one of the angels. Well, because the angel like, comes into the courtroom behind the district attorney. He's like, yeah. judge, can I approach the bench? And he's whispering to the judge about something. We don't know what. And the angel comes in behind him and sits down next to the other three angels. And he like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. And shows the tape that he stole from yeah. evidence. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I guess... You know, in what commandment number six, thou yeah. shalt not steal. Yeah. Who fucking It's the cares? 11th commandment. Thou, thou shalt not snitch. <laughs> uh, well, I guess thou shalt not steal is exempted if you're trying to save humanity from God's own wrath. Yeah. Like, you know. But, so, um, God, yeah. Religion. So that all happens. That all happens. And they're out on the front steps and they have a falling out. They have a falling out. Uh, and she goes to be a waitress again. It's Meanwhile, at this tra- point when I stop taking notes. Yeah. We cut to Travolta alone on, on a, uh, a carriage riding through time. Yes. Central Park. With Scatman. With Scatman. And it's like this very funny wide shot. It's very like and elegant like, and romantic. It's just Travolta sitting there all sad on a carriage. only met this guy once. Yeah. And he's like, do you think she loves me? <laughs> and Scatman's like, oh, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Like, yeah, that's great. He's like, go go tell her you love her. And so he goes <laughs> to the diner she's working at. Maybe that happens in New York quite often. Yeah. People console it's with a fa- carriage It's a drivers. fast city, you know. Yeah. City so never sleeps. What city that never sleeps? The city that never sleeps, yeah. and the city that never snitches. Uh, well, when unless you hit down Buster, devil. unless you're for the devil, yeah, sympathy for the devil. Snitches get ditches. Satan, yeah, we'll remember that. Snitches wind up in ditches. Yep, Satan, the not gonna turn out so well for him. You thought it was yeah. bad the first time you got cast uh, from the mountain or whatever the hell happened. I don't know. It's gonna get worse. Yeah, that second we're gonna cast him from where he is <laughs> even deeper. Yeah, he's not gonna like it. But you're a snitch, yeah. So you deserved it. But anyway. But anyway. Yes. Um, so we're jump. saying but anyway a lot this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we have. Yeah. Uh, so Travolta goes to the restaurant she's working at, and he's like, "I love you." Yeah. She's, she's like, "Go now. away." <laughs> um. Well, um. He's like, "What time do you get off?" And she says, "Late. Too late for you." Yeah. And I was like, "Ooh." He's <laughs> like, "Yeah." He did kind of snitch on you, so maybe yeah. probably justified. But then. Outside, the real the angels realize they're out of time, and Satan's like, "Ha ha ha! I won!" 
their souls are mine. And then? And they're like, well, you see, if God wipes out the earth, he's putting everyone in heaven. So you're not going to have, you're going to be alone. Yeah. In hell. There's only going to be animals on earth. Yeah. And Satan's like, oh shit, that, that, I hate that. I don't want that. And so. So then there's a bank robber. A bank robber shows up. And all these cops are on the street. And John Travolta gets forced out of the restaurant. Yeah. And well, Lenu and John gets taken hostage yeah, by, by this, this bank by, robber. Who's holding her up. And he's like, I want eleven sixty eight and a helicopter to where my mom lives. $11.68. Yes. Um, and the cop's like, that's all he wants. Um, he's like, we got another one of those wackos. Yeah. The, the main cop, like the captain, I think is a cop in one of the Die Hard movies. Probably. And Die Hard 2, I'm almost certain. Yeah. Like the, the same captain in Two of a Kind is the same cop yeah. in uh, Die Hard 2 at the airport. Pretty sure. Yes, it's probably so. Pretty sure. So, uh, but uh, he's like, "Yeah, we're not going in to rescue her. We got snipers, but the, the, the guy guy's got a gun on her. Gonna get a clean shot." <laughs> yeah, and so Travolta lunges into action. Yes, the bank robber takes Olivia Newton John up to the rooftop. Yes, and Travolta clambers up the fire escape. He climbs up the fire escape and he jumps in, and a fight. <laughs> there's a and there's a, a brawl. genuine brawl between Travolta, Olivia Newton John, and this bank robber. And the bank robber is so far winning. Meanwhile, the cops are like trying to get a shot with their snipers. Yeah. And eventually, Travolta lunges in front of Olivia Newton-John as the bank robber fires, and Travolta's shot, and he falls to the ground dead. End scene. End scene. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Olivia newton like, no! Yeah. And, and it happens right she, before midnight, because all yeah. while this is happening, the angels are looking up at the clock, yeah. and it's getting closer to midnight. Yeah, it breaks down like a gun battle in a fight, and then a, one of the cops shoots the bank robber, and he falls off the rooftop. Yeah. Um... And Olivia and John's like, no, Dad, Zach, you can't die on me like this. Says, I love you too much. I do. I really do. And then God's like, all right. All right. The, the selfless act for each other. And then he It's like Beauty and the Beast at the end. Uh, and then jo- he heals John He Travolta. heals. And John Travolta comes back to life. Yeah, he comes back to life. And uh, the cops can't find the robber's body. And then we cut to yeah, the back alley. Yeah. And the angel finds the... The devil. The devil... And with he holds a, up a ski mask. Yeah, and the angel's like, I see what you did. And the devil's like, That's not I don't mine. want to be alone here. That's not mine. Yeah, that's not mine. He yeah. denies it at first. And he stroll and he strolls off. Just yeah. so like the Same devil has, a heart, of has gold. a heart. But you still snitched. Yeah, he snitched. He still snitched. He sucks. <laughs> He's I mean, he is, he is literally saying the only reason he did this is because he didn't want to be alone. Yeah. It's a very selfish act. Yeah, he did a very selfish act for a selfless act. So he doesn't have a heart, I take it back. Fuck you, see. <laughs> You're a snitch. Piece of shit. Uh, I bet he but, eats uh, at White Castle. Yeah, that asshole. He's probably Australian. Who eat, he's probably an Australian cowboy who eats in White Castle. <laughs> Doesn't like the Last Jedi. <laughs> All the people we've insulted on this show. Just uh, you know, because everybody knows that snitches when they just get done snitching, they go to White Castle to eat. Yeah, White Castle, you're the castle of snitches. Uh, fuck you. Yes, fuck you. <laughs> but um. It's it's pretty much the end of the movie. They they kiss. Well, yeah, and then, they kiss, and, and then they walk off. And there's a freeze frame. Yeah. Oh, there's some business about God sends Macbeth, uh, for one of the angels to read because he'd been quoting Macbeth and Hamlet earlier. Yeah, he was quoting like a bunch of Shakespeare. Yeah, and they give like a collected book of Shakespeare that the angel throws at Travolta and is like, catch up on reading. Uh, and then there's a freeze frame and the credits start to roll, and that's the end of the movie. We are two minutes under an hour. I mean, we're not done the episode, but we're done talking. 
we're done talking about the plot yeah there's really not much to this movie yeah the movie was pretty bad i Uh, I, I had fun watching how bonkers it was but there's really nothing interesting it it starts off like at a fair pace of bonkers but then the bonkers gets died down yeah and that's where it really loses faith for me i keep forgetting that there's an angel plot line yeah because i'm just i'm like oh this is a romance man i'm like oh yeah there's god and satan Satan. this movie movie is a this movie is about john travolta needs money for edible sunglasses and simultaneously if he does not fall in love with a woman god's gonna destroy the fucking earth this movie has grander stakes than the majority of like major blockbuster superhero movies and stuff yeah um it's about the this movie's about a second flood what's interesting is this is travolta i believe his last movie in his 20s because he's 29 in this film. Oh, yeah. So he, the next movie he makes, I'm pretty sure he's, he's going to be... entering his grown-up years. He's going to be in 30 years old. Yeah. Olivia Newton-John, who's already been established to be six years older than John Travolta, was 35 yeah. during the making of this film. Crikey. Crikey. Yeah, she's in this movie. She looks great for 35. Yeah, she does. She's... I mean, Olivia Newton-John, even today, I still think very attractive. Yeah. But you still need to answer for that fucking dog yeah, who so lost you his deal job. Yeah, you know, he had um, a retirement plan. He had a pension. All they got taken they away. took that all away from him. So we needed to answer yeah. Olivia Newton-John. If you... All right. To our listeners, we do not encourage cyberbullying. We do that. not. I'm going to make that clear. But I do think we should press Olivia Newton-John in answering this question about the dog that you tried to pet on the set of Two of a Kind who bit your hand and lost its job. Yes. We need answers. Yes. But again, Olivia Newton-John, you're a great human being. We love you to death. We just need answers. Yes. They we, no ma- no, we just need to know. In no shape or form are, is this an incitement of cyberbullying. Yeah. Nobody should do that. If you do, then you can fuck off this podcast and go eat White Castle. Mm-hmm. And hate Last Jedi. Yeah, all that fun stuff. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so this movie comes out, uh, makes absolutely like no money at the box office, gets an 18% average <laughs> of uh, yeah. critical reception. I was nominated for five Razzies. I don't think that was earned, and I'm glad you brought that up. I was nominated for Worst Actor, Worst Actress, Worst Director, Worst Screenplay, and Worst Picture. Sad. I, the, the Razzies are kind of bullshit, um, just in general. Yeah. Like, why Why? Why do we just, like, roast people's work on something like that? Without well, That's kind of what we've been doing. <laughs> we at least criticize it and try and find good. Yeah. But, um... Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta both did not... They they were not the worst actors. No, they were fine. They were okay. They were doing what they 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 did all. They were doing they, what they, they could. could. They, exactly. They were doing what they could with this movie. Oliver Reed's pretty good in this movie, though. Oliver Reed is pretty good. He commits good to it. He commits to the Satan role. But anyway, this the guy one, who plays Stewart, it's pretty good. He's here. He's a criminal. Yeah, he's pretty good. And his name is Stewart. And uh, as I've mentioned to the audience before, characters named Stewart that are not Stewart Little, the mouse, and Stewart the minion, and Stewart from Mad TV are good friends of mine. Yeah. Stu. So uh, now I have Stu the ex Aren't you so glad the- it's only been moment by moment in two of a kind where there's been Stuarts? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, the best movies. <laughs> best movies ever. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's probably going to say, like, well, isn't there Stu from the Hangover movies? I'm like, yeah, but they always call him Stu. It's yeah. never just Stuart, you know? Yeah. Same with the ex-husband, which I guess we're counting that, so I guess we should count yeah. Stu from the Hangover But John Schultz is not in the Hangover. Right. So it does not right, count. right, right. Doesn't count for our canon. Yeah. Arcana. Right. Um, yeah, this is this is episode ten. This we is are episode ten. Almost, we are near one sixth of the way done the show. Oh my god. <laughs> Only one sixth. <laughs> oh. As a reminder, we have sixty six episodes of the show. Oh man. 
plus at this point two bonus episodes scheduled two bonus episodes yeah. scheduled yeah yeah we gotta do the whole be- whole hey, don't, uh, don't 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 spoil it don't spoil okay it. i won't but you folks will have some midweek bonus episodes at some point coming out at some point yeah i'm excited for them yeah they'll pop up on a wednesday when you're least expecting <laughs> At like two thirty in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't make any difference because yeah. like I already schedule our episodes yeah. to premiere at midnight. But yeah, so anyway, this movie to wrap up this movie instead of talking about our other episodes, which we'll talk about in their own time. Yeah, um, did not do well. Uh, did get a platinum soundtrack as we mentioned. It the soundtrack did exceptionally soundtrack. well. It wasn't nominated for any Oscars, was it? No, Olivia and John made a lot of money off this movie. Yeah, um, for music, which no one else did, right? Um, and that's pretty much the lasting legacy of this movie. It uh, it's just the yeah. soundtrack. This is just just the soundtrack. Some of the songs you probably heard before, like "Twist of Fate" by. OMG. I just want to read some of the uh, critics' uh, reviews reviews of this movie. Um, Roger Ebert from the Chicago Sun Times said, "This movie should have been struck by a lightning bolt." <laughs> And I think he was crediting Urban Cowboy <laughs> with the with <laughs> Uncle, the, Bob. Uncle Bob. Poor guy. Yeah. Variety said, aside from the presence of the two stars, two of a kind has all the earmarks of a bargain basement job. Mm. New York Times. The results are so disastrous that absolutely no one is shown off to good advantage, with the possible exception of the hairdressers involved. Ooh, got him. Yeah. Um, oh, one more. Um, a stupefying shambles, two of a kind just noses out, staying alive for worst picture of the year. <laughs> God damn, they're it's just really being, not going well it's for our not boy. Going well for our boy. Staying alive is not the worst movie, and it wasn't the worst movie in 1983. Same year, Return of the Jedi came out. Um, yeah, no, staying alive gets uh gets shit on too much, in my opinion. Yeah, this movie, um. It, it gets almost correctly shit on. Yes. It's bad. It's a bad movie. But I don't think it's at the fault of Olivia Newton, John, and John Travolta. Yes. It's definitely not. It's but it definitely does Travolta no favors. At, right. Yeah. Which and is sad. On that, you guys can join us next week. I mean, oh. unless you have anything else to talk about in this. Are you episode. wrapping this up already? I, I have nothing else to say. Uh, we're at an hour and two minutes. At least, at least we passed the hour yeah. mark. You know, like moment by moment, we were done talking about that movie 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah that was <laughs> that was that, yeah. pure uh, agony to yes. get through. Um, this no. one, at least, like, even though we forgot like half the movie. Still yeah. Fun. What do we what do we got after this one again? Uh, next week, you guys can turn in tune in for our episode on Perfect. Perfect. With, with uh, Jamie, Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Another rom-com. Our next few episodes, if you folks are watching along which as i've said i encourage you to do just so that you can be a part of our conversation yeah um i understand with some of these movies you might not want to and some of them you might just not be able to like, yeah some of them these audiences yeah. aren't going to be able, yeah, gonna able, be able to watch you, i don't want you folks to order the like 20 dollars dvds of this movie and whatnot didn't you but, find like a dvd for what was it uh, as of an angel for like 200 dollars? yeah like it's 200 dollars if you want the dvd of that movie which is why i bought a vhs tape which we uh, have to watch at my yeah, which place. We have to watch together. Yeah, because I'm the only uh, one with a VCR yeah. player. <laughs> Hashtag vintage. But yeah, our next few movies uh, we're covering. Perfect next week. We'll be covering Basements, a Robert Altman picture. Mm. Um, two weeks, and then The Experts, and then Look Who's Talking the week after. It's gonna be dire, Jeff. It's but a, I'm happy to be doing it with you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, 
but yeah, we got a few fun weeks lined up for you guys. Um, please remember to tune in. Um, folks, you hope, hope you folks have been enjoying. Uh, thank you all for listening. And make sure to rate, review, subscribe on whatever platform you are listening on. Yeah. If you are on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube, please remember to smash that like button, hit the subscribe button. We tell really your, appreciate it. Tell your friends. Share it online. We appreciate it. We really do. Yeah. And definitely uh, review on our Apple podcast. Yeah. There's been... Here, yeah, we've had two reviews, and they're we, just from people saying that they like my voice, and but they're people I know, so it's, it's kind of fake. So but. to boost Jeff's ego, fellow audience members, I would implore you to go to our Apple podcast and do some reviews where it gives Jeff more compliments to his voice because he has a good... Uh, uh, please don't write constructive reviews about our podcast. No, um, no. We, 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 we constructive enjoy- reviews should be done on YouTube. We in- where all the constructive criticism yeah. goes clearly all the constructive criticism ever is on youtube yeah you should listen to all the comments on youtube yes. all of them yes so yeah um yeah in conclusion but, uh, of wrapping up we, we enjoy doing this show we hope you folks enjoy listening and we appreciate anything you guys can do to help us along we are still a new podcast trying to reach out to some folks so we appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> now we just lost all the listeners that we I made a sincere imploration. You. Oh, you can find us at Travolting Pod on Twitter or Instagram for updates, fun stuff, headliner clips, and all the above. You can pop into our Reddit, r slash Travolting. I think it's still there. <laughs> you can email us, TravoltingPodcast at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter at Jeff W. Sweeney. You can find me at Stuart Elmore95 um, on Instagram. And as always, special thanks to Rebecca Johnson for graphic we design. We love you, Rebecca. And special thanks to Michael Van Bodegum-Smith for the theme music you are hearing right I now. I love you, Michael. Have a great week, folks. See you next time. See ya. See ya.